God bless you all. It was a pleasure being your moderator. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. You may be seated. I know that some of you are straddling two services. But certainly, I don't know if Deacon is experiencing rivers of joys because you're retiring. The joys of retirement. But uh, certainly, choir, I want to say how blessed we were in sharing that song with us. Amen. And if you allow Sister May, she'd really dance, you know, and, and lively up the place some more, you know. We're, we're so happy this, this morning that we can come together to celebrate and to give words of expression to our retiring deacon, um, Deacon Warmington. And so this morning, I salute you, sir, and really want to say I applaud the work that you have done under my watch and for the many other duties you performed um, numerous and for those of many persons who would have had uh, um, family members or members who would have been deceased Deacon was always found also cooking up a storm in these setups and preparation for setup and for prayer meetings and so on and just about every other cooking that would be taking place but that just just the, the public side of things was very diligent in carrying out other duties that he was called upon to perform. And like everything else, you know, we transition in terms of we get a little older, we're not as agile, and, and like um, there's a generation that came along who would not necessarily know what Deacon, you know, what his exploits were. And we have to share and we have to tell that we are standing on the shoulders of persons like Deacon Warmington, who did his best, the best way he knew how. And we are thankful to the Lord for that. Sister Warmington, Deaconess Warmington, who is keeping you company this morning, has been playing this role for many, many years. And I'm sure that... You, you, you appreciate the fact that, uh, that she has been in your life uh, and comforting you when church was too hot, too difficult. But to all of us this, this um, morning, I say, I, I might not be speaking so much as a charge because we also understand how important it is to share a word of encouragement for everyone. But certainly, I'm, I'm thankful to the Lord today that we have taken time out to say happy retirement. And uh, we, we planned this from last year, believe it or not. It was the vision and the intent was that we would have been doing both our deacons together, our retired deacons together. But the Lord took home Deacon Webley and so we have Deacon Warmington here who is uh, still 
doing his part. I, you know, a couple of weeks ago when he was here, he was locking up, you know, locking up windows and turning off fans and so on. It's in his bones. And uh, we invite you, as Brother Dean said, Trial Deacon Dean indicated, whatever time you find it possible to do something, we won't stop you. We won't stop you because we know the Lord have you alive still for purpose. Amen. So God bless you. This morning I'd like to talk to us briefly or as briefly as I possibly can. Um, restore us, O Lord. Restore us, O Lord. A portion of scripture taken from um, 1 Kings chapter 19. Don't have time to read the entire chapter or the verses that I wanted. But a few of those verses, if I jump over the place... Um, the Bible tells us that uh, while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, uh, speaking of Elijah, he came to a broom brush, a broom bush rather, sat down under it and prayed that he might die. He declares, I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Verse 9. There he went into a cave and spent the night. And the word of the Lord came to him. What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left, and now they're trying to kill me also. This passage of scripture from 1 Kings chapter 19 is a well-known passage and of all the chapters on the life and ministry of Elijah, in my opinion, it is the most instructive and the most encouraging because we can all so easily identify with the prophet and his time of depression or even if you want to call it the time when he was considered a failure and just when the lord needed him the most perhaps this divinely trained prophet proved to be a notable prophet who fell into depression the end result was he was running away from his post and was thoroughly depressed the prophet Elijah demonstrated courage before this. You remember when he stood before Ahab in the king's palace? How he went on Mount Carmel and called on fire? How he witnessed God's supply by the brook when famine came? How in the home of the widow in the years of famine... 
how miracles were wrought before the Lord. And of course, in after three years of famine and, and, and rather no rain, how he prayed again and rain fell. He ran ahead of Ahab the king and reached to the, the place in Jerusalem or wherever they were. But there was a woman by the name of Jezebel who was Ahab's wife. When <laughs> there was a time that so much was happening in Elijah's life that he felt that though he had seen God worked in so many miraculous ways, one word from Jezebel sent him scurrying, scampering, taking cover, believing that he would have died at the hand of Jezebel. This was an interesting time. And I want for us as we celebrate Deacon's retirement, or we, you know, I don't know if we are celebrating it or we are just, you know, praying and strengthening, them, strengthening him as he goes, that we have to be very careful as individuals that having witnessed the work of God in our life, that we finish well. We must finish well. Brothers and sisters, I want for us to know that we saw the part of reason undoubtedly lies in the problem or the problem of Elijah's expectations. He expected God to have acted in a particular way to show himself strong and to make sure that he would also look good. But the problem sometimes comes about because of our own expectations and that it doesn't line up with what God is doing. Brothers and sisters, I want for us to understand that in all of this, we are seeing so many truths coming out where God is saying to Elijah, look, I want for you to know that even though you have started running, your method of refuge is not my method of refuge. In fact, when, it, when Elijah ran and hid himself or fell asleep under the juniper tree, I want you to understand that this was not a lush plant that could have shielded him from the sun. In fact, uh, when you research this, uh, it was the type of brush uh, or bush that had uh, slender limbs uh, going up. Uh, it really didn't provide much of a refuge. Our God is our refuge and he's our strength. And though at times it appears that things are going AY and not going the way we want it to go, I want us as God's people 
to remain in the hand of the Lord. His cover and his refuge is really where we want to abide. I don't care how things look from the outside. I don't care how much threats we receive. Our God, Jehovah, is the God who we must abide with and abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. And so we observe that there he was under this juniper tree. And like anything else, God showed up. Oh, hallelujah. He was not willing to leave his prophet there. There was his view of what it would take to change a nation. But God was saying, that is not my method. Sometimes as leaders, as children of God, we are about trying to fix things the way that we believe it should go. But can I say to you, leave things to be run by God. For he knows how to fix things. And so while he himself went a day's journey in the wilderness and came to the broom bush and sat down under it, he was there depressed, willing to die, saying all kinds of stuff. But furthermore, I want for us to understand that our God would not leave him abandoned. And when we get to the senior years, and sometimes we don't understand all that is happening, we can look back to where God has taken us from on the miracles and everything like that. But there can be those times when we feel that hope is lost. When we look around on the conditions of this world and what is going down, we sometimes can get to a place where we are throwing our hands up in the air and become depressed. But thanks be to God, as God restored Elijah, so he will restore his people. He's not about to leave us. He has not taken us on a journey to leave us abandoned. But God will see us through to the end. The end is not when um, declarations uh, would come from people like uh, the likes of Jezebel. Oh no. It is when God calls us home to his, our eternal reward. Brothers and sisters, um, I observe from the text um, that Elijah's failure highlights God's gracious work to restore the prophet back to his ministry regardless of what he had done. And when we observe in verse 5, it was God who provided the provision of sleep. Hallelujah. For indeed, so it goes with our man-made solutions from which we seek shelter, refuge, or solutions to our pains. I want for us to know that it is the God who will come alongside and restore our physical frame. So God is a provider of good sleep so that our bodies can be refreshed and be restored. 
Brothers and sisters, let me tell you, there are things um, that will happen to us along the way to take even our sleep. But I hear the voice of the Lord saying uh, that he will render good sleep uh, to those who will still call upon his name. Sometimes the senior years are years when we are not able to rest well. But God has not taken us this far to burn us. Hallelujah. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are but dust. And the Bible tells us in Psalm 103 verse 14. As the psalmist wrote. He knows how we have been formed. And God will allow us restful nights. In the times that we need it most. Before we expect too much from ourselves or from others whom we are seeking to encourage with the word, let us remember this principle of the need for rest and that sometimes the physical needs to be cared for even before we can manage the spiritual. We are tripartite uh, and we must understand that there is the need to also rest and sleep. And it is God who will provide us with that assurance. But it was in this time when Elijah was running that God showed up. And he sent, the Bible says, there was a provision of an angel Verse 5 of chapter 19, the latter part says, All at once an angel touched him and said, Get up and eat. Hallelujah. God is a restoring God. And God is not going to see us, oh, after we have spent our years, oh, serving him. He will not see us. Oh, he's going to pursue us. Uh, tell your neighbor, God will pursue you. Hallelujah. He's a restoring God. And so the time and the place of God's provision was special. It was not while he was found in the house of the Lord. But right out there in the desert, God showed up. Hallelujah. The Bible says an angel showed up. But in later passages, it says the angel. It is believed that Christ himself showed up. Hallelujah. He never showed up on Mount Carmel. He never showed up. Hallelujah. Um, when he was, uh, when Elijah was, was carrying out his miraculous acts with the, with the widow or so on. But it was whilst, hallelujah, uh, Elijah was by himself feeling a Abandoned, feeling that uh, oh, all the work he has done was, was not worth it. Oh, because of this Jezebel and the report he was hearing. But it was right there, minister. Right when he was alone. It was in this situation that the, 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 that the angel, it is believed that the angel here, meaning, oh, Christ himself showing up. I tell you brothers and sisters it doesn't matter how much we have served in the local church 
deacon has served well. Hallelujah. He has served over 30 years. But there are times when, oh, hallelujah, there, there might have been times when he became discouraged. There might have been times now when he lay in his bed and he's wondering why I can't be in the house of the Lord as I used to. And discouragement sets in. But these are the times when God shows up in a caring way. He showed up in providing sleep for the prophet. He showed up in providing his own presence. And he showed up again in saying, here is food. Hallelujah. Get up and eat. Oh, the God oh, of the good times. He's the God of the bad times. And he's the God we need not worry when we fail him. As long as we are ready to get up again. He pursues us even when we fail him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh God, so he's a provision, he's a provider of food. When it is necessary, he looked around and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. Isn't God awesome? Ah, oh, hallelujah. He's a powerful God, but he cares about you as an individual. He's a God when he's ready. He, he, he showed up on Mount Carmel with fire. He showed up in other instances in many things. And then that later chapters, I, I don't want to be too long. Oh, he uh, um, Elijah, he took him on a little journey. A journey that should take about eight days. But it was a journey that took him 40 days. Oh, that is instructive, you know. Because Israel wandered about the wilderness for 40 days, for 40 years. Hallelujah. And others wondered. Oh, Moses stayed upon the hill for 40 days. And here, Elijah. Hallelujah. For 40 days he wandered until he reached unto the cave at Mount Carmel. But guess what? Hallelujah. At the cave he went in. Hallelujah. Oh, he still was thinking that he needed shelter. But only God's refuge is secure. A juniper tree cannot do it. A cave cannot do it. But thanks be to God, he showed up again and he asked Elijah, what are you doing here? Hallelujah. What are you doing here, Elijah? Oh my God. Can't we? We need to just praise the Lord even now. For God pursued Elijah even in the face of discouragement. Our God will not abandon us. And so even as Elijah stood outside the cave. Ah, God said go outside the cave. And outside the cave some things were happening. Up at Mount Horeb, inside the cave, oh, he said, go outside. There was some crackling of rocks. Hallelujah. There was some earthquake. Many things were happening. 
if I can find it quickly. But there were some things happening. Um, a rock shattering um, and smote the mountain around Elijah with rocks breaking in pieces. Um, surely such a spectacular event um, such as this would announce um, the presence of the Lord um, and illustrate uh, how he would work um, in the future to restore Israel. But guess what? Um, he was not there. Hallelujah. A dreadful earthquake occurred, shaking even the foundations under his feet. But again, the Lord was not in the earthquake. A sudden fire followed, but this too did not announce the presence of the Almighty God. Hallelujah. Because you see, what drew Elijah into depression was the fact that he felt, hallelujah, that God was to show up in Israel and make them understand that he was God. But oh, little did he understand, oh, that God has his own timing. God does his own thing. Do not become depressed when you don't see the Holy Spirit operating in church as it ought to. Do not become depressed when you see some things happening and you're wondering, God, what has happened to your church? The Bible tells us that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church hallelujah and so there were these things happening hallelujah and as deacon as you retire you'd have remembered many things you'd have probably hope that you'll see the miraculous and all of these things but hear me God personally showed up hallelujah what Elijah is to learn from this. What lesson is God teaching us? Oh, that the miraculous and the spectacular are the exception. Even in the Bible. I believe the still small voice portrays the work and power of God in his inspired word. The scripture which itself is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. I say to you, deacon, I say to you, all my brethren, the word of God will not be absent from us. And the Holy Spirit will bring to memory the words that we have heard. I want for you to know that wherever you find yourself and God is speaking to you through his word, do not shun it. Do not turn it aside. The very presence of the Lord was found in the still small voice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when the time come and we can't run up and down again. And we might not be able to see the, the mighty things and mighty acts. God will not separate himself from us. His word will abide with us. For his word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Hallelujah. Somebody need to praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. For God's absence in the spectacular, but his presence in the small, low voice was where he could be found. The primary vehicle for changing people and bringing reformation, restoration, and revival lies in obedience to the word of Almighty God. The church hallelujah and all of us this morning while the spectacular and the miraculous is something desired and i love that and i want it we must never get to the place where the still small voice quiet voice of god has no effect upon us Hallelujah. Deacon, as you retire, there are going to be many moments when the Lord is going to show up in a still small voice. Oh, instructing you, reassuring you that your labor is not in vain. If we respond to the word that is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, they are not going to respond. Even someone comes back from the grave and tells them about hell. So that which the Lord is showing up oh, and telling you, it is important in this season to know, hallelujah, that when you are able to still pray, Pray for somebody and tell them that Jesus loves them. The Bible says, as I was trying to quote here, even if, hallelujah, they should show up from the dead in the spectacular, then they will not hear the word of God. But when we are able to respond to the quietness of his word oh that's where we find restoration hallelujah and so all of us this morning need to come to that place where we are understanding how god is able to restore us even when we are running from him even when we are running away from him even when we are trying to find refuge in some place that can't even take care of us. I don't know who this morning has gone to a cave. I don't know who this morning has reached to a place where you're feeling that all is lost. That you have come to a point where you must just throw in your hands. I want for you to know that this word is also unto you today. That you will recognize recognize that all is not lost for the God who woke you up this morning the God who clothed you in your right mind is a God who is still saying I have your back hallelujah and he's asking if you have been running he's saying to you why are you here your place is not on a hill in a cave your place is not under a mulberry bush hallelujah but he has not abandoned us for right there he will show up and he's calling you and saying i want to restore you i want to restore you to where you ought 
to be where you understand that it's not about the miraculous it's about connecting with him in the small way so when he whispers in your ears you can respond accordingly hallelujah hallelujah and so as we as we 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 celebrate and as we say to deacon you have run well i want for you to know that we are even saying even better finish well hallelujah and so elijah was restored he got up and he had to anoint an elisha he had to pour into some other things but at the end of the day he was able to respond to what god was saying to him this is the day the lord has made and today i want for you and i to understand we are safe only in the arms of our savior hallelujah give the lord a shout of praise so as i wrap this up the call of elisha would happen but beyond all of that i don't know which voice we will hear which threatening voice i don't know which voice you are hearing today at times which is saying to us or saying to you that you're a failure hallelujah god never keeps a failure hallelujah you will fail him but that's not the end hallelujah i don't care which jezebel want to utter words of ruin to you i declare this morning that as god's people we will square our shoulders and understand that god is a present helper in the time of trouble hallelujah and so i say to you my people look to him he's the one who will be able to hide us in the secret place of his tabernacle shall he hide us god bless you as we come together this day to celebrate and to say to our deacon this is just from active duty but as long as breath lies in you you have work to do and there are going to be times when you feel discouraged but remember how god showed up for elijah and be strengthened for if he did it for elijah he will do it for you god bless you god bless you hallelujah hallelujah